Welcome to the Mass at St. Malachy Catholic School in Creston, Iowa. Today's Mass is the Memorial of Elizabeth Ann Seton and was recorded on Wednesday, January 4th at 9.15 a.m. The Mass intention is for Gail Jondal. Father Patrick is celebrating Mass. This is the Teacher's Mass. Our musician is Lynn Baker. Our readings today are from 1 John, Psalm 98, and the Gospel according to John. We are grateful to KSIB Radio for making it possible to bring you this Mass. Mass will begin shortly. I will go to the altar of God, to God who gives joy to my youth. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Go before us, O Lord, in this our sacrifice of prayer and praise, and grant that what we say and sing with our lips we may believe in our hearts, and what we believe in our hearts we may practice and show forth in our daily lives. Through Christ our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Good morning. And welcome back. We hope you had a happy new year and a blessed Christmas. Today we celebrate the memorial of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Throughout her life, she faced many hardships, but remained devout in her faith in helping others in need. Not only is she the first saint canonized in the United States, but St. Elizabeth Ann Seton is the founder of the first Catholic schools in America. She is the patron saint of Catholic schools, widows, and seafarers. Today's mass is in honor of Gail Jondal. Please join us in singing our opening hymn, number 96, What Child Is This? Number 96. let us worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. I wish you all a happy new year. Thank you. You are welcome back to school. Um, I hope you had a wonderful time that you all went to church 
to say thank you to baby Jesus on his birthday. Um, today we celebrate the memorial of Saint Elizabeth Anne Bailey Seaton, um, a wonderful saint, an example, an encouragement for us all. Um, you also know that um, Pope Benedict XVI died, right? Yes, he was the predecessor of Pope Francis. So um, as we celebrate this Mass, pray in your heart for him that he too will go to heaven, he will become a saint, and he will pray for you. Let us acknowledge our sins. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Son of God and Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you come to us in the flesh to lift us to the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O oh God, who crowned with the gift of true faith St. Elizabeth Ann Bailey Seaton's burning zeal to find you, grant by her intercession and example that we may always seek you with diligent love and find you in daily service with sincere faith. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Children, let no one deceive you. The person who acts in righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. Whoever sins belongs to the devil, because the devil has sinned from the beginning. Indeed, the Son of God was revealed to destroy the works of the devil. No one who is begotten by God commits sin, because God's seed remains in him. He cannot sin because he is begotten by God. In this way, the children of God and the children of the devil are made plain. No one who fails to act in righteousness belongs to God, nor anyone who does not love his brother. The word of the Lord. The psalm response today is, All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. 
Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. The mountains shout with them for joy before the Lord. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. The Lord comes. He comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with equity. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them, following him, and said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. God is good. All the time. And all the time. That is his nature. Today our theme for reflection is only God's will. Only God's will. Only God's will. Our teacher has told us a little about Saint Elizabeth Anne Bailey Seaton. She told us that 
She was the first American native born citizen to be canonized a saint. So actually she was canonized in the year 1975. And when we talk about this saint, she's well known in the East Coast, the New York area, where she was born in 1774. What do you think happened two years after her birth? She was born in 1774. What happened two years after her birth? Something happened. Who knows? Yes. The Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence, yes. 1776, right? Good. So you are a good historian. Yes. So that was when she was born, 1774. But unfortunately, her mother died when she was three. Um, but there were, um, her, her, she belonged to a wealthy family. Yet, they had some troubles. They had some troubles. She was raised by her sister and her father also. Her father taught her to be, um, to be kind, to be charitable. Her sister taught her to be a woman of faith, a child of faith, a person of faith. Then at age 19, she got married to another wealthy man. But unfortunately, this man, um, called Seton, lost his job. So um, they began to face some financial difficulties, and eventually he even um, contracted tuberculosis. So she was, he was very sick. He was very sick until they traveled to Italy where he died. And Elizabeth Ann Seton became a widow. She was not Catholic. She was Episcopalian, but she was so committed to her faith. That was the faith she was brought up in. But while in Italy, uh, through her friends, um, she became, um, she, she was introduced to the Catholic faith, and she fell in love with the Catholic faith, so she became Catholic. Unfortunately, when she became Catholic, many of her family members did not, were not happy. They did not like her. But she held on to the faith, all because of one thing, God's will, God's will. She lost two of her daughters. She had given birth to five, with her husband, but she lost two of them at a young age. How miserable, but she kept holding on to God. Until when she returned to um, the U.S., she formed what became the first American Catholic parish school in 1808. 1808, 
A year later, she formed the first women religious community in America that we call the Sisters of Charity. The Sisters of Charity in 1809. She is buried in Maryland. And in my first year that I came to the United States, I visited her grave through the help of a friend. Her grave is in Emmitsburg in Maryland. And I prayed and I reflected on her life. She said that there are only three things that should guide your life. In your life, you have only three duties. The first is to do the will of God. The second is to do it in the way that God wills it. And the third is to do it because God wills it. So in your life, you don't have to do your own will. Maybe you want to do something, you feel like doing it. But if that is not what God wants, you don't have to do it. Or maybe there is something you have to do and you don't feel like doing it. If that is what God wants, go ahead and do it. And maybe you want to do it in your own way, the way you like. If that is not how God wants it, don't do it that way. And maybe you have other reasons to do it. But if that is not God's reason, then don't do it. Now, how can we know God's will? How can you know that this is God's will? In which way can we learn to know God's will? Who can tell me one way that you can learn to know God's will? Yes. Going to church. Oh, thank you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much. Yes. Oh, going to a school that talks about Jesus. How wonderful is that? Do we talk about Jesus in our school? Yes. At St. Malachi's? Oh, yay, yes. Praying and being kind is a way of knowing the will of God, yes. Praying with, say that again. Oh, praying to God for help. Thank you very much. Let me go to this side. I have seen a couple of hands here. I will start from you. So one, two, three. One. Going to church. Yeah, that was what he said, right? Thank you. Two. Reading the Bible. I love you. I love you. Reading the Bible. Thank you. And three. Being kind. And that was Mother Seden's secret. Her secret of becoming a saint was being kind because that is the will of God. In our world today, there is so much going on, especially um, through the internet, uh, on the TV, and all that. Not everything you see on TV is the will of God. 
Not everything you read in the newspapers, in the magazines, not everything is God's will. There is so much falsehood out there. So if you are not careful, you will be deceived, like John said in the first reading. And when you are deceived and you don't do God's will, then you become a sinner. If you are a sinner, then you become a child of the evil one, the devil, because only the devil sins. God does not sin. But if you are like Andrew and his brother and Peter, and you seek Jesus by going to church, praying regularly, reading your Bible, going to places where we talk about Jesus and making friends with those who talk about Jesus, you will get to know God's will. And no matter the difficulties that you go through in your family, in your life, whether sicknesses, diseases, loss of loved ones, whatever, in the end, you become a saint. You will go to heaven. So throughout this week and throughout this school term, let these three things guide you. I want to do God's will always. I want to do it in a way that God wills it. And I want to do it because God wills it. I wish you all a happy new year. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. And, and that is His nature. Friends, God has spoken to us His sweet words of love. Let us respond with our prayers as we raise our voices. Let us pray to God for our needs and the needs of others, our family, neighborhood, and the world. For each need we say, Lord, hear our prayer. For Pope Francis, Bishop Johnson, and Father Patrick, that the Lord guide them as they fulfill their duties as leaders of our church and diocese. We pray. For our world leaders, may God continue to guide them as they work towards building peace and unity among all nations. We pray. For those suffering from a recent surgery or illness, May they feel the healing touch of Jesus. We pray especially for Alicia Clark at this time. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have lost a loved one, may they find comfort in Jesus during this difficult time. We remember Gail Jondal at this time. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray in gratitude for Pope Benedict XVI for his well-lived life, spirit of graciousness, and concern for others. May he now be admitted to the company of the saints, we pray. Let us pray for our school, parish, home, community, that our staff, priests, parishioners, and families might grow together in faith, hope, and in Christ's love, we pray. Lord, 
for all those intentions in our hearts but left unspoken. We pray. Loving Father, hear the prayers of your children and help us to do your will and be happy through Christ our Lord. Pray, my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O Lord, we ask that you look graciously upon our gifts placed on your altar in celebration of Saint Elizabeth and Seton and grant by the power at work in this sacrifice 
that we may be more deeply inserted into the mystery of your Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through him the holy exchange that restores our life has shone forth today in splendor. When our frailty is assumed by your word, not only does human mortality receive an ending honor, but by this wondrous union, we too are made eternal. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, 
we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, and William, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostle, Saint, all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. friends, at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Beloved, behold the Lamb of God. 
Behold, you must take away the sons of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy to share my but only say the word of my soul shall be you. Our communion song is number 93, O Come All Ye Faithful, number 93.
us pray. As we partake of the sacrament of our salvation while recalling the memory of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, we humbly ask you, O Lord, that we may be inflamed with a burning desire for the heavenly table and by its power consecrate our life faithfully to you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your lives. Thanks be to God. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Father. Thank you. Please join us in singing our closing song, number 82, Joy to the World, number 82. Hello, this is Steve Heffern, Grand Knight for the Creston Knights of Columbus. Today I want to talk to you about the LC Clinic. This pregnancy resource center from Stewart opened an office in Creston nine years ago. Since that time, the clinic has expanded services and become an important health resource for our community. When the clinic opened in Creston, our local Knights of Columbus Council fundraised and helped purchase a mobile ultrasound machine which is shared by the Creston and Stewart clinics. Since then, ultrasound technology has improved and the workload at the clinic has increased. To help with the workload, LC Clinic has recently opened a clinic in Atlantic with a new ultrasound unit furnished through the efforts of the Atlantic Knights. But it's time to station our current mobile unit in Stewart and get a new state-of-the-art clinical unit for Creston. So once again, the Creston Knights of Columbus are asking for your help to acquire an ultrasound machine 
for the L.C. Clinic in Creston. Why the Knights, you might ask? Well, this is just something we do. The Knights of Columbus organization believes that ultrasound machines help mothers deliver healthy babies. The Supreme Council works with manufacturers and vendors to get discounted prices for ultrasound equipment. State and Supreme Councils provide matching funds so that even small councils like ours can raise funds to provide these life-saving, life-changing machines to pregnancy resource centers in our local communities. The list price for the new unit is something north of $50,000. Because of the matching funds at the Iowa State level and Supreme level, our council has to raise $8,000 to get the machine for our clinic. $8,000 is less than a quarter of the cost and a great deal for Creston, but it is a significant amount of money. We need your help. We have envelopes at the back of church that you can place in the offertory basket or take home with you and mail to the parish office. That address is KCLC Project, 406 West Clark Street, Creston, Iowa. Again, that's KCLC Project, 406 West Clark Street, Creston, Iowa. As our primary fundraiser, the Knights will be serving a free will breakfast after the Sunday Mass on January 29th. There's a lot of activity with that Sunday, including Catholic Schools Week. For our part, all of the money collected for the breakfast will go to this ultrasound project. We're asking for your support to help the clinic by giving money to this project and by having some breakfast with us on the 29th. God bless you for your consideration. Today is Epiphany, the last day of Christmas. And in honor of that, we're going to dig out some Christmas songs that the kids sang on the 21st at school and play them for you to close out this radio program. Have a great new year. <laughs>